Charlie and Katie talk with Deanna McLaughlin from Crime Stoppers on this special episode that features unsolved crimes. Maybe you'll have information that will finally help police solve these cases. All on this special two-part edition of Clarksville's Conversation. I so. didn't realize there were so many unsolved crimes in Clarksville until we started doing this series. Yeah, and it's it's good information. I hope everybody will listen, pay attention, and try to try to help us figure some of these things out. Mm-hmm. And I know you've got a couple of cases you want to discuss today. Yes, thank you. Um, we'll do what we did before. We'll go ahead and touch on a case that mm-hmm. is more recent and a case that is decades old. Uh, the first case is um, the unsolved homicide of Darius Walton. And when I was here before, I mentioned that um, my daughter grew up with his sister, and I know his parents, and they they just want to know what happened to their so son. So you actually have firsthand knowledge of the grief these families yes. have to go through. That's terrible. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, Darius was um, at an apartment off Jack Miller Boulevard, the Hunter Hills Apartments, on um, June 12, 2016, and Apparently, the incident occurred at about 1245 in the morning. Um, When police arrived, they said that um, Darius Walton um, was deceased at the scene and that there was an 18-year-old, then 18-year-old Jordan Choate, um, who was also um, shot, but he had not passed away. Um, So... Of course, police had you know have been investigating, but they can only go so far without information. Mm-hmm. His parents have done a really good job of keeping this case out in front of the public. Um, they um, periodically will touch base with the Nashville mo- news media, and um, his father Rufus Walton was quoted as saying, "We still don't know what happened that night. We don't even know whose place he was at, so they don't even know why he was why there." He was there. And um, his mother is confused about how nobody heard anything or saw anything when shots are being fired in an apartment complex. Um, So out of a lot of the cases that we have that are unsolved homicides, for me, I feel like there are multiple people Mm -hmm. that probably have information um, that could, could help get this case to court. And I just want to stress, please use Crime Stoppers to remain anonymous. You can call our number, 931-645-TIPS. Your name will never be asked. Your phone number won't be traced. You will be assigned a number for your tip. Once that tip is investigated, um, our board, Crime Stoppers Board, will determine if you get a reward. In this case, it's a $1,000 reward, and that's all anonymous. Um, this We do not know who you are. Law enforcement won't know who you are. Nobody will know who you are. And I feel like, especially in this case, there are people that have the information that will get some kind of answers for Darius Walton's parents. I, I could see... That if I, if I was in a situation where I witnessed a, a crime like this, that I would be extremely nervous and you know really afraid to come forward with information. Absolutely. And, and I think it's really important that people listen to what you just said. That you can be anonymous and 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 share the information that can be used to solve these crimes. So I can imagine they're nervous, but you know nobody's going to. We're talking about it. somebody's family, and we need to get these things solved. Well, right? and. I- I, this might be an obvious question. Probably don't know the answer, but what about this gentleman that survived? Does he not know something? 
I, I don't have any information yeah. on that, but mm-hmm. I mean, his, his parents wondered the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, his name was out there. He could be worried about, he could be worried about yeah. or yeah. retaliation. Um, but you know, please help this family, That's right. um, find out what happened to their son. Oh, that would be, it's wonderful. been almost five years. Yeah. It's time. It's you, you, as a parent, you can't have closure until you really just know. Absolutely. Can't let it go. Yep. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So our next case uh, occurred on January 8th, 2018, and the victim's name was uh, Tavon Wilson. So the Clarksville police uh, responded to a homicide that occurred on Sunday, January 8th, 2018, uh, at an apartment at 119 Bennett Drive. Apparently a shooting had happened around 1045 a.m. So those are waking hours, right? Right. Um, when they at an apartment complex. Exactly. So uh, when they arrived, 23-year-old Tavon Wilson um, had passed away from a gunshot wound, and there was nobody else um, in the apartment at the time. So again, this is an unsolved homicide. Um, and like Katie, you were saying, mm-hmm. it's an apartment complex. It was during the waking hours. Somebody or some persons should have some kind of information on this case. And I know, you know, we've talked about what Crime Stoppers does. We mm-hmm. provide an anonymous way for people to provide information to help solve these cases and then at the same time makes them eligible for reward. And in all of the unsolved homicides, we're offering a thousand dollars to people who have the information that make this case a winnable case or a prosecutable case in court. Well, I just look, but it drives over by Dover Crossing. So not only is it an apartment complex, it's a very high trafficked area. Right. In the middle of the day. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure somebody has saw something or heard something yeah. or right. And I think Deanna said before, if you like think you heard something, but you're not sure and you've kind of got this like, you know, gut feeling type thing, go with it because you never know. Right. The littlest thing could could be the missing piece. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and being able to be anonymous and feel secure and safe, right. you don't have to worry about anybody knowing anything about you. Absolutely. Just, just stand up, give the tip and, and help out. Right. Yeah. Help these families. So this case is a long, long time missing person case. Uh, it occurred on March 17th, 1998. Uh, the victim's name uh, was Shannon Arif, and she was reported missing by her husband when he found out that she didn't arrive at work. And so she had worked at the Walmart on Fort Campbell Boulevard. Um, and she was scheduled to be there, and she never came home. And he went up to Walmart. Her car was there. She was nowhere to be found. Um, and so all these years later, her son, who was about 15 months at the time, has no wow. idea if his mother's still up there, what happened to her. He wasn't able to have a relationship with his mother growing up. He probably doesn't remember her, mm-hmm. but... Um, if anybody has any information about this case, I mean, Walmarts are heavily traveled places. Yeah. Um, Lots of video, but uh, I don't know about yeah. in 1998 though. I don't well, know. I'm sure there is loss prevention video, but probably mm-hmm. not quality. A lot yeah. of good video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but somebody has some information about this. Well, I looked it up too. She was only 20 years old. She was very young. Yes. And mm-hmm. uh, her husband was stationed at Fort Campbell. 
So if anybody has any information about this case, um, please, you know, call 931-645 Crime Stoppers. Uh, there are a lot, there's a lot of information about this specific case on our Clarksville mm -hmm. Crimestoppers.com website under the missing person tab. And Katie, you said that you even found it on the FBI's missing persons yep. list. Well, I just Googled her name and there was tons of stuff on the wow. internet about her. Right. Mm -hmm. So it would be, there's been no trace of her since. You know, I think that in, you know, when someone's shot, that's tough. And, you know, you've got to deal, you need closure for that. But they, they have no idea what happened to her. They don't know if she's being held captive somewhere. They don't know if she's killed. They know, they have no idea. Absolutely. Do, that, uh, in a crime like this, are there pictures out there that show, you know, her at her, at her age of 20 and then what she may look like now? Um, they do that in some cases. The only pictures that we have of her is what she looked like when she disappeared. Okay. And we did a billboard campaign a few years ago, Crime Stoppers did, and we featured her mm -hmm. on one of our billboards. Um, but it was the, what she looked like then. I don't know. I don't think anybody mm -mm. has. Okay. She'd be in her early 40s now. Or, yeah, right around 40. Yeah, a little over. Well, I would just plead with anybody if if they saw anything then or heard anything or heard a rumor about anything right. to reach out to Crime Stoppers to uh, to give you that tip, help help get this thing solved. Definitely. And remain anonymous. Yeah. Right. Wow. So our next one we're going to talk about is Raekwon Hudson? Yes. Okay. So on November 20th, 2017, at about 4.13 in the afternoon, Clarksville uh, police responded to a 911 call and located Raekwon Hudson, who was 28 years old at the time, um, suffering from a gunshot wound. He was later transported to the hospital, and he was pronounced deceased upon arrival. Um, again, it's it's during the day. Mm -hmm. um, it, Four in the afternoon, quite a busy time. Somebody had to hurt, hear or see something or mm -hmm. since then heard talk or or something about it. And like Charlie had mentioned in one of these mm -hmm. segments, it, it doesn't matter if you think it's valid or not. If you report it, that's what the investigator's responsibility to do is to find out if it mm -hmm. is valid or not. And in all of these unsolved homicides and the missing persons case that I mentioned, um, Crime Stoppers will pay $1,000 cash for that tip that leads to this case, the case is being prosecutable. So I know, I know you've said this in, in just about every case, but they can go to the Crime Stoppers website. Mm -hmm. They can read more information. Correct. They can see pictures of the victim. Yes. And, and that may, you know, we're talking about it, and it's kind of hard to get a grasp of what someone looks like because, you know, we're not trying to describe them. Right. But they could go and, and see someone's picture because, you know, a picture can really bring back a good memory. Right. Um, I forgot to mention this case occurred in the 200 block of Mitchell Street. So we'll talk about a little older one, Jerry Cope. You want to tell us about that one? Sure. So I was unaware of this uh, case until um, Captain Wilson at the Clarksville Police Department gave me a all-encompassing list of unsolved homicides. But this occurred in January of 1992. Some listeners out there weren't alive then. <laughs> I <know>. was. <laughs> that was a long time ago, almost, what, 29 years ago. Mm -hmm. um, so... Uh, 
On that day, the police, the Clarksville Police Department, were called to the Brown Derby Tavern. Now, I don't even know where that was. Mm-mm. I tried to Google it, but... I think it was, was downtown. Nothing. Was it? I think it was. Okay, because there was not internet. <laughs> yeah. There wasn't then. internet back then? Right. Um, but they found Jerry Cope passed away, and she was um, an employee at the Brown Derby, and she had worked the night before and was there uh, locking up. Um, and so really there's not a lot known after that, but then, uh, about four years ago, friends of hers had gone to news media to try to get this back out in the public. And she's got good friends. She does have good friends, Mm -hmm. but, um, they said that, you know, they're seeking justice. It's been, it was over 25 years, um, that this happened and they want some answers. They said that, um, Jerry Cope, she had never met a stranger. She was very talented mm-hmm. at sewing. She she was also a hairdresser. And um, she she grew up in Clarksville. So people who are listening to this may know her um, or have known her. Um, and she, um, she was working and a victim of a crime at her job. Mm-hmm. So, and again, her name was uh, Jerry Cope. There's a picture of her uh, with the more information about this case on the ClarksvilleCrimestoppers.com website. But again, if anybody knows anything about this case, whether you think it's helpful or not, please, you know, either report it right. to law enforcement or to us at uh, to Crime Stoppers at nine three one six four five TIPS. I do think it's important that that people know how to contact your office like you just gave us that information. And we just keep sharing and sharing and sharing because yes. it, it only takes one small tip that could that could end one of these cases. Right. Well, and it's anonymous, so nobody right. knows. Right. And the calls don't even come to Clarksville Crime Stoppers. There is a call center that all of the all of the Crime Stoppers tips go into, um, and then they're allocated to the proper jurisdiction. And so it's even more anonymous because the person yeah. you're talking to is probably in Arizona yeah. or or somewhere mm-hmm. else, not in Clarksville, Montgomery County. So. And, and you know, I, I want to let people know that the Crime Stoppers board is an independent board. It's not a law enforcement board, correct? correct. We're all volunteers. You're all volunteers from our community. Right. So you're doing this to help our community. and Help so these pe- families. Yeah. Right. So. Right. Yep. Download Clarksville's Conversation wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss out on a single conversation.